And so I began to look at hate crime numbers involving LGBTQ people and found that in the last year, from 2020 to 2021, hate crimes against LGBTQ people nearly doubled. Good Friday morning. I'm Sage Miller, and this is The Daily Buzz. Reports of hate crimes in Utah were higher last year than they have been in at least the past five years. And hate crimes targeting the LGBTQ plus community saw the largest spike. I spoke with criminal justice reporter Peyton Harkins, who also identifies as queer, about the rise in hate crime numbers. With us today on The Daily Buzz is criminal justice reporter Peyton Harkins to talk to us about her most recent story regarding hate crimes in Utah. Hey, Peyton, thanks for joining us. Hey, Sage. Thank you. All right. Just to start off, what prompted you to write this story? Well, I guess a few things. You know, I've been paying attention to things in the news. You know, Utah lawmakers here passed a ban on transgender girls in sports, you know, paying attention to things like Mike Lee wanting to add content warnings to children's TV shows that included gay characters as having disturbing content and stuff like that. And it's like, I was sort of feeling the tension and pressure of all those sort of divisive bills. And so I wondered if other people were feeling that way. And I thought maybe a good entry point to that could be looking at hate crime numbers, because it's very hard to sort of quantify stress and tension when politicians are doing things that kind of vilify already marginalized communities. You know, so it's like hate crime numbers were sort of these things that you could kind of latch onto. And so I began to look at hate crime numbers involving LGBTQ people and found that in the last year, from 2020 to 2021, hate crimes against LGBTQ people nearly doubled. Hate crimes against people based on their race and ethnicity, as well as their religion, almost doubled too. So it's like hate crimes are going up across the board. And then I just tried to kind of talk to some people about, given this and given sort of the political atmosphere, how are you feeling? And it turns out a lot of people are feeling like I was. You know, They're feeling a little bit nervous, a little bit scared. So I wanted to write about it. And as you were digging through uh, the hate crime data, was there any themes that you noticed or any reasons why there was an uptick in crimes? Yeah, and hate crime numbers are sort of notoriously under counts of how much biased criminal activity is happening in any community at any one time. And a large part of that is because I kind of illustrated my story. You know, the guy I talked to, Taylor, who had his pride flag stolen outside of his house twice, he didn't report it to police. And experts believe that this happens a lot. The Department of Justice said just last month that 42% of people who were subjected to violent hate crime victimization didn't report it to police. So these numbers are lower probably than they actually are. Um, And then there's a few reasons why we might have seen a big spike. And one of it is that just the way law enforcement agencies are collecting this data changed. And so they are using a new system that's more comprehensive. And so just kind of by virtue of that, you expect numbers to go up. But Utah also saw crimes against people increase in general, too. And so it's like perhaps there is more criminality going on. You know, perhaps some of the division we're seeing is kind of playing out and more hate crimes happening. It's it's not super clear why it's happening, but the numbers do show that, you know, reported hate crimes anyway have increased significantly. The worries that you just talked about align with the Utah Pride Center and the same uneasy feelings that they're feeling heading into Pride Festival taking place over the weekend on Saturday and Sunday. How is the Utah Pride Center responding to the worries that a lot of queer people in Utah are feeling? I spoke with Jessica Dumar, who is the co-CEO at the Pride Center, and 
talking with her, she echoed a lot of what I'd heard from other people. You know, it's like, as you see these bills being proposed and passed that target, you know, LGBTQ people in some way, or, you know, don't say gay bills or, you know, whatever the implications are with this draft SCOTUS opinion on Roe v. Wade. She's a attorney and she was talking to me about how that draft opinion seems to set up some kind of battle that is targeting the privacy rights that gave gay people, you know, the right to marry or the right to have sex with their same-sex partner. And so she's very concerned. Mm -hmm. And she was saying that like having all that stuff kind of in the ether can embolden people who are already biased against this community to act. So she's worried that, you know, while in the past Pride in Utah or Pride in Salt Lake City has been relatively safe, safe place for, for LGBTQ folks to gather and not be sort of bothered by people. If there were protests, they were kind of smaller and maybe to the side. And so they're worried that, you know, something could happen this year. And so they have reached out to Salt Lake City PD, who's going to be, as they have for several years now, you know, they've having a booth at the festival and marching in the parade and all that stuff. You know, they're going to be there for security as well. They had asked for some kind of like separate protest site, like is available to protesters outside of general conference. Last I heard on that was that police couldn't give me an answer. So I don't know sort of what the plans are for something like that. But, you know, you very well could see something like that when you show up at Pride this weekend if you do. Perfect. Thank you so much, Peyton, for joining us. Thank you. The Pride Festival is this Saturday and Sunday at Washington Square Park in Salt Lake City. The Pride Parade kicks off at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Next, a story with lots of twists and turns. Utah County District Attorney David Levitt is calling for the resignation of the head sheriff. Investigative reporter Jessica Miller explains why. Utah County Attorney David Levitt has called for an outside investigation and the resignation of the county sheriff. He did so because he says Sheriff Mike Smith may have been politically motivated to dredge up outlandish allegations accusing Levitt of cannibalizing young children and participating in a ritualistic sex ring. Levitt told reporters Wednesday that he read a report the day prior that contained decades-old accusations of an illegal sex ring involving 15 people. He and his wife were both named in that undated report, a 151-page document that Levitt released on Wednesday. The sheriff's office did announce on Tuesday that it is investigating a, quote, ritualistic child sex abuse and child sex trafficking case, end quote, that they say occurred in three counties over a 20-year period. The law enforcement agency urged any victims to come forward, but released few other details and did not name Levitt or anyone else suspected to be involved. The sheriff said in his own news conference that he won't resign, and he doesn't apologize for using county resources on the investigation. He said he believes the county attorney is using his position to bully, distract, and mischaracterize the facts of an ongoing investigation. You can read the full story at sltrib.com. And that's it for this week. Today's episode was edited by me, Sage Miller, and as always, a big shout out to Salt Lake City's own The Pelicans for our groovy music. Thanks for joining us, and we'll be back Monday with the top stories to start your week.